Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parsha Shmos, beginning the second book of the Torah, the book of Geula, the book of our redemption. And one would think that our redemption ended with Yitzias Mitzrayim, our leaving Egypt. And the answer is, that was only the beginning of our redemption. Indeed, when Moshe at the burning bush in chapter 3 of this week's parasha says to Hashem, number one, who am I to take them out? And what merit, what schusim do they have? Hashem gives Moshe an incredible answer. The os, this shall be to you, literally, the sign and the proof that it is me, Hashem, capital H, taking them out of Mitzrayim, when 50 days later, as the verse says, Ta'avdun, you will worship Binun. 50 days later, you will come to this mountain. And at this mountain, the entire nation will serve Hashem by receiving His Torah. Remember, no other people ever claimed that the entire nation experienced prophecy. We're talking about several million people. Keep that in the back of your mind. Every religion claims to have had its prophet. You know something? Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But no people have ever claimed nor will have the chutzpah to claim that God spoke to the entire nation. We know that the prophecy of Moshe, that every word of our Torah is precise and holy because the nation itself experienced the second part of our redemption, which was Maimad Har Sinai. So, We've taken care of why we need through Bishalach. We need Yisro and Mishpatim, because this is the <coughs> presentation of the revelation at Sinai. And then we need Truma till the end of the book of Shmos, because this is the completion, says the Ramban, of our Geula, namely having. Hashem, move into the Jewish community. The Jewish community centered, living with God at the helm. And this was the ultimate preparation for going into Eretz Yisrael, where there would be this concept of living a life with Hashem at the center of our life. I'd like to share with you a very interesting idea that I saw in the Sefer Hamor Shabbatura by the late Rav Shalom Tzvi Shapira, who was in the Mir, who went to Shanghai, who came to Eretz Yisrael, and had the privilege of meeting with him several times in his lifetime. And he suggests a very interesting uh, concept and several proofs to substantiate this concept. 
And let us begin with the Mialdos in chapter 1 of Shmos. So we're told that Paro's plan to ultimately, Lo'aleinu, destroy the Jewish people, was set into motion, and he has the midwives directed that at the time of birth they should cause, God forbid, the death of the children. What does the Torah tell us in chapter 1? Just the opposite. V'lo'asu, the mialdos, feared Hashem. V'lo'asu, they did not do as they were instructed, but rather, literally, they sustained, gave life to the children. What was their reward? Not only, as the Torah says, batim, that they were given, kuhuna and malchus, but take a look, who are these miyaldos? According to the rabbis, Shifra and Pua, and none other than Mami and her daughter, Yocheved and Miriam. And who comes out of Yocheved? Moshe. And Moshe, who is Moshe Rabbeinu, taught us Torah. Moshe Emes, Visoraso Emes. The reward for Mesiras Nefesh is Torah. Avram Avinu, who inspired the Mialdos, according to the Medrash, on the Pasuk Vatachayeno, Es Hayulodim. Avram Avinu, what did he do at the Akedah? He did Mesiras Nefesh. And how was he rewarded? It is called Har Hamoria. What is Moria? Says Rashi on the spot. Sheyotza Horoa teaching. This was the place that God said, I want the Mikdash there. There's going to be the emanation of Torah coming from this location. Why? Because of the Mesiras Nefesh of Avramavinu. Avramavinu literally was ready to give his soul, as it says in the Shema, he was ready to take the soul of his son, giving up his soul on a certain level as well. And how is he rewarded? The place is forever called Har HaMoria. There will be a third Beis HaMikdash built over there. There will be further Hora'a teaching come from the Sanhedrin that will be convened in the future at that place, all built upon the Mesiras Nefesh of Avramavinu. In this week's parsha, the Zakanim, the elders that initially helped Moshe Rabbeinu, where the Torah says, when Moshe first comes and says those famous words, that Hashem has remembered them. But, what happens, as we're told, at the beginning of chapter 5, Moshe and Aaron <coughs> and the Zakanim, at the very end of chapter 4, are on their way 
to Paro to deliver that famous message of, quote, let my people go in the name of Hashem. And what did we find at the very beginning of chapter 5? V'achar bo'u Moshe v'aron. Only Moshe and Aaron made it to the palace. What happened to the Zakanim? So Rashi tells you, take a look. Chapter 5, verse 1. Rashi says that one by one, the Zakanim were afraid to go and accompany Moshe. They dropped out. And as a result of their lack of Mesiras Nefesh, ouch, what do we find in Parshas Yisro? That when it came to who is going to accompany Moshe to the up the mountain, so what does the Torah say? That only Moshe went, and what happened to the Zakanim over there? Because they, quote, let Moshe down, let the Jewish people down, didn't have sufficient Mesiras Nefesh at going, at the time of going to Paro, Mido Kenegan Mida, they were deprived of that additional level of Torah that they could have had at Sinai. But let's look further into the parsha. At the end of the parsha, when the, Moshe comes to Paro, and what's Paro's response? His initial response is, My goodness, the Jewish people are lazy, they're looking for, come on, all this Narishkeit that. Paro was saying that they're speaking of, we've got to make it more difficult for them, and they won't be busy with these thoughts of redemption. So what happens? The Paro increases the uh, amount of productivity, and therefore, because the Jewish people, unfortunately, do not live up to Paro's quotas. Take a look in chapter 5, verse 14. Vayuku Shotre B'nai Yisrael. The taskmasters, the Jewish taskmasters, who don't produce, because the people can't produce as well, they get beaten on behalf of the Jewish people. You didn't produce, they get beaten. And how are they rewarded? Amazing. Let's fast forward to Parshas Baha'aloscha. There, when Moshe is told to assemble the first Sanhedrin, whom is he told to take? He's told to take from the Zakanim. And who are these Zakanim? The Zikna Yisrael, those are the ones who were beaten. Mesiras Nefesh yields Torah. In that case there, Ruach HaKodesh, inspiration, Sanhedrin, Torah. Let's move on. You have as well in the book of Yoshua, we're told that Rochav, what does she do? Rochav goes out of her way to hide Pinchas and Kolev the Moraglim, and she literally is Moser Nefesh by hiding them, lying to the authorities, by keeping them alive. And what's the reward for her? Says the Yalkut Shimoni in Yoshua, chapter 2, os 9, that no less than eight Nevi'im emerged from Rachav. Once again, Mesiras Nefesh yields Torah. Now think about it. Mesiras Nefesh is probably one of the highest forms 
of service to God. How can he reward the person? By a couple of more dollars? Let's ask ourselves, not only don't you take it with you, but there are certain things in life, the important things in life, you can't buy them. You can't buy nachas, and you can't buy sipokanefesh. You can't buy the literally um, relationship with children, with others, and with a sense of satisfaction, which, so therefore, I'm going to suggest that just as the many examples we gave of the Mialdos, of Aramavinu, of the Shotrim, of the Zakanim, of Rachav, that Mesiras Nefesh yields Torah, which is greater spirituality, greater meaning, purpose in this world, a true sense of fulfillment, then each and every one of us can and must do more Mesiras Nefesh. Now, Mesiras Nefesh doesn't mean that in this very frigid weather, if you're not to go out, don't go out. Don't go out again. You know who you are. You know how close it is to the shul. You know if the conditions are proper for you to go out. If it's proper to go out, do. But if it's improper, don't. That's not the kind of Mesiras Nefesh that we're talking about. We're talking about Mesiras Nefesh of how you act with individuals. When, very simply, you are... Bolem, Bishas Mariva, the Gemara towards the end of Ksubos tells us that if you're silent at the time when someone is provoking you, there are times when unfortunately one's spouse is having a challenging moment and they're going to say something and you want to respond because at that moment you might be criticized and being put down and you know that you are right but you are going to do the right thing and that is you're going to be bolem atzmo bishas marivo you're going to literally silence his golden believe it or not that is a great moment of Mesiras Nefesh. You come home at night and you're truly tired because you worked hard. And after dinner, you'd love to do nothing more than to sit and relax. Forget about taking that remote in your hand. Oh my goodness. And what are you going to do? You're going to say, wait me in a half an hour because there's a shear tonight at 8 o'clock. There's a shear at 8.30, whatever time it is. And I'm going to go to the shear. And you're going to fight and you're going to keep yourself awake. And you're going to learn some Torah. You're going to have a Chavrusa. That is Mesiras Nefesh. It doesn't have to be only on a grandiose scale. You're going to hear in your shul, unfortunately, condolences to somebody. They're part of your community. They're part of your congregation. But they're not part of your clique. You don't spend Shabbos lunch with them and you don't go out with them on Motsoi Shabbos. But you will go to be Menachem them, And that is once again a sense of Avas Yisrael, a sense of Mesiras Nefesh. So this week's parsha, which begins the book of our ultimate Geula is teaching us that very important lesson that each and every one of us can emulate the Mialdos, each and every one of us can do in their own right the Siras Nefesh. And what's the reward? 
Wow. As we say in the Shema, and the reward is Torah, the reward is eternal. Ashrenu matov chelkeinu. Shabbat shalom to all.